You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. means football is finally here it's been the longest year of my life waiting for this uh so welcome to the home stretch the nfl season's about to kick off in about five minutes but we're all ready for that because obviously we're in the home stretch now tyler harrison along with speedy Petey, and i know i promised a round table but this is about as round as the table is going to get um <laughs> errol marks and uh mikey c might stop and let's just be honest is there anyone else Really worth having on. Not really. So, if you want to call and join the conversation and bash some football teams with us, one eight seven seven nine zero nine 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 seven seven. We'll be here till roughly ten o'clock. I say roughly because I don't know really how long this is going to go, but um, we've got a lot to get to. Uh, I promised. So, we're going to go through every NFL team. The season's here. So I'm going to give you the biggest reason why you could actually do something this year and the biggest reason you might not. So it's going to be X-Factor and busts of each team. Um, We're going to start off with the Antonio Brown saga in Oakland. (sighs) Because it just keeps getting crazier and crazier out there as the season goes along. And when Vontez Perfect is the voice of reason, there's a problem. (laughs) Um, there was a video showing the uh, timeline of events of Antonio Brown since Vontaze Perfect almost blew his head off. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of his antics happened right after that. <laughs> he might have CTE. He might. Uh, he might, but, I mean, still, just imagine uh, that. We're making light of it now, but I promise you that his situation is much more severe than uh, people can think. Um, so, yeah. Gruden grinders, they're a thing. But um, if you didn't get that joke, I don't know what to tell you. Mm. The NFL season is here. We will give you quarter-by-quarter updates as long as we're here. And uh, actually, I'll probably update every score just because I'm probably going to get lost watching the game because the game is literally on a 60-inch, 50-inch TV right now. And uh, I'm just like everybody at home. I'm going to get lost in the sauce, and that's about it. But um, the 100th year of the NFL is about to kick off, and that is really the biggest thing as uh, Aaron Rodgers and Mitch Trubinsky are set to dual battle in uh, the Bears. The Bears of Chicago. Those are nice hats. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth have very nice hats. That is fabulous. That's awesome. I want one. I want a sombrero. Uh, not a sombrero. What the hell are they called? A fedora. I'll yep. take a fedora. But um, you ready, Speedy? Oh, yeah. You look ready. I am hyped. 
So yeah, not for I, my own team, just for football. Well, back. no, we 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 figured that out. Um, there, I I'm gonna do picks later as well. Uh, for those of you who don't remember how picks work, we will go over that later in the show. We are gonna go around the table, and uh, we're gonna. We're, this is gonna be a very NFL based show. Um, and I'm just gonna ask now. Hashtag ban the beef. If Beave calls and goes on a rant about the Dallas Cowboys for longer than three minutes, Speedy, you have to hang up. All right. Beave, you hear that? You have to talk about up. some other teams. Just, I'm, you I'm want to say on, talk about some other teams. I'm done talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm done. The Zeke saga is over with. I got it. He was by far the biggest story of the offseason holding out, and he was definitely the biggest story signing that extension until five minutes later Jared Goff signed one. But now it's over. Season's here. There's 32 teams to talk about, and that's about that. Tier 5 quarterback getting the highest guaranteed money. <laughs> that, it's, it's a shame where the NFL's going. It's an absolute tragedy. But um, He's a Tier 5 quarterback. Well, he's got a Tier 1 head coach, so that helps. Um, oh, Eddie Benero. There it is. Anthony Carragher's number one kicker. Yeah, well, Justin Tucker laughed when he saw that one. <laughs> but um, we all know how this show starts. We all know how this show works. As my girlfriend voted on the poll. Let's just see. <laughs> so for those of you who don't follow me on Facebook, I don't blame you. I don't want to follow myself either. <laughs> but um, let's just see. I do, I do post polls whenever I post this show. And uh, I have two votes, so I'm going to pick the Chicago Bears tonight, and I'm sure you picked the Bears too because they picked them yesterday. yesterday. I did pick them yesterday, and so I'm sticking with it. Let's just see who my girlfriend and another friend of mine picked to uh, win tonight. Again, I picked the Bears, and she picked the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> which is okay. Interesting. And who else picked the Bears? Somebody else picked the Bears. Oh, Cody Rosen. Oh, all right. I don't yeah. know who that is. So Me that either. Help. But, no, I went to school with them, so I lied just now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Chicago Bears. I was going to make a <laughs> Somebody one. hacked your Facebook and no. voted yeah, but, in your poll. <laughs> but I will say this much. Um, this game's going to be pretty close. If the Packers win and my girlfriend's right, I will never come on the show again. As half the audience goes, yay! <laughs> but um, it is time. No, the reason you don't want to – you don't want to come on the show again. Is everyone will remember that and like say whatever you say, you always right, except when your girlfriend was. Yeah, right. Well, and that'll be the yeah, the blow. Yeah, that'll be the one that gets me to stop talking. Yeah, she tells me I'm wrong all the time. I'm used to it. At which point I go, "Are you done yet?" Which is always what you tell somebody before you give them the verbal blow to the gut. You done yet? Anyway, um, no, I'm not done yet. As um, Speedy, we are Moogie Betts homered again. My God. Trade him now. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. It wasn't my idea. The report said that the Red Sox are interested in or thinking about doing it. Fair enough. I didn't say go ahead and do it out of the blue. But, again, if, I don't think anything should be done sporadically. I, I think everyone's got a price. Everyone's got a price. Ted DiBiase's theme song should be playing right now. As Anthony Carragher is probably the only one in the network that got that joke. But I don't even know who that is. So, yeah. All right. That's fine. 
So, Speedy, whenever you're ready. So, are we starting with the football or you want to start with the baseball? We'll start with baseball because it's going to be a very football-themed show. Uh, a lot of games are already over because uh, let's just face it. <laughs> They're not competing with footballs over them. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies cannot beat the Cincinnati Reds. And that's where we're going to start. Philip Irvin. He'll walk off home run on the bottom of the 11th or the bottom of the 10th. Where does that happen? Bottom of the 11th. As the Reds beat the Phillies 4-3. The panic button in Philly might get hit soon because you should be definitively in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, I like Gabe Kapler, but you might be the first one to go. See, that is a manager I will criticize a lot more because I think he was bad last year too. Well, that's that the talent on this team was significantly better than True. last True. I'm just saying that it still makes a difference. Now, granted, they had bullpen injuries, but still. That Not team, that you're much. right. That team, you're right, should be in. At least in some capacity. Right. The Chicago White Sox beat the Cleveland Indians 7-1 today. Which means... You're on cloud nine. That's what it means. Mark it down. I said it in February. The Indians weren't going to make the playoffs. I'm telling you, it wasn't because they're going to be a bad team. They're not a good enough team to beat two other good teams. And I got news for you. We'll get into another team in a second. The Detroit Tigers beat the Kansas City Royals, a.k.a. Wynn Merrifield and Jorge Soler, 6-4 today, which means major playoff implications. Absolutely nothing. That's the difference. The St. Louis Cardinals, surprise, surprise, routed the Giants today, 10 to nothing. You know what this means? Absolutely nothing. All and right. that the Giants are a terrible organization. Mike Trout lost today, 6-10 to the Oakland Athletics, as they are going to make the playoffs. Not the Cleveland Indians. You know why? Because not only do the Indians have to worry about the Rays, are tied right now, one to the Toronto Blue Jays. They also have to worry about the Boston Red Sox, who are up one to nothing over the Minnesota Twins. Do they though? What? Do they the really Red have Sox to worry? might get in. They're not going to make a serious playoff run, but they can get hot enough to get in. Mm, so They're only six though. games back. They're going to need a lot from those September call-up pitchers. Have any shot? Yeah, it's happened before. It's happened before. Rangers and Baltimore Orioles are tied at zero at the top of the six. This game did the, Ra- did the Rangers score 30 runs yet? No. No. They did not. That happened. That happened not too long ago when they played the Orioles. Well, I think Joey Gallo was a player. <laughs> but this game clearly has major playoff. The Pittsburgh Pirates are 5-2 over the Miami Marlins in the bottom of the third. Oh, that series is still going on? The series with 10 people? Yeah, well... Josh Bell, go yard. No, but Josh Bell still home. What? Yes. Well, the Marlins officially hit a new low. They let a guy who's pretty bulky and not overly fast steal home. Amazing how all these It's now tied at one, the Twins Red Sox game. Alright. The Cubs are tied with two with the Milwaukee Brewers. This game's just going to be a home run set. Hunter Perez and uh, Wilson Ferris have already gone yard. The Atlanta Braves are up 2-0 over the Washington Nationals as uh, the bringer of rain is up. So back to change any moment. 
And um, Wade Miley is getting torched right now by the Seattle Mayors. Really? It's 4 nothing. Wow. In the top of the first, I don't think he has an out yet. Damn. Double. Single. Double. Homer. Yeah, there's nobody out. Somebody's no, uh, coasting. I mean, they're up, what, 20 games in their division? They can come. No, they're not. I'm sorry. I apologize. I forgot the open days for them. But they're a playoff team. We're going. If they won two games the rest of the year, they'd still be in. Probably. Is that Katie Kirk? I can't tell. <laughs> that isn't. No, not her. And then, of course, there's the primetime game of the night. <clears throat> there's the primetime game of the night. There you go. Oh, this is fitting. Old school for old school. This is nice. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears start the season tonight in Chicago as uh, Eddie Benero is getting ready to kick this off right now. Uh, the rookie kicker for Chicago, who everyone thinks is fantastic. Gary, you got a lot on stake with him. You believe in the kid. Right. I'm surprised that this ready wasn't on his fantasy team. No. Please. Let's not do that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. So we're tied at zero as this game is literally about to kick off underway. And just like that, the NFL season is here. And, um... With a touchback. Seth Rollins is there. Hold on. I'm going to do something brave right now. I'm going to ask CM Punk who he's got winning the game tonight. So, Let me guess, a wrestler? CM Punk? Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's okay. That's a nice hair for Billy Turner. And, uh... Yeah, there we go. The NFL season is here. And what better way to bring in the NFL season with another story of Antonio Brown acting like a <laughs> Um, If you could be so kind, Speedy. You don't want it on right now? No, it's giving me a headache. Uh, you can leave it on, I guess. Leave it on? All right. But, um, oh, oh looky, looky. Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith, the first tackles of the game. That's... But, um, yeah, I hope Aaron Rodgers has that mustache. I hate that thing. Uh, you, he looks like he should be on Brokeback Mountain. That's, I, I don't get it. He looks confused. <laughs> oh, there you go, Matt LaFleur. Great play call. I don't think bad play call. It was just good pursuit by the linebacker. No, that was a pretty bad play. He had space otherwise. <clears throat> I have to concentrate. Speed's the one that's allowed to slack off. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Antonio Brown today has been sent home permanently by the Oakland Raiders. Uh, there's a large growing speculation that not only is he going to get suspended by the team, they're going to try to void his contract and his guaranteed money altogether. As today in practice, reports are after a day, after he had a letter sent home from Mike Mayock, saying, hey, listen, you missed X amount of practices. We have to find you X amount. I believe the grand total was about $50,000 that they were fining him for. 
Um, along with that, today, Antonio, well, yesterday, Antonio Brown posted that on his Instagram, basically saying his team's a hater. So today, I believe Mike Mayock went over to him and tried to talk out the situation, at which point in time things got upside down very quickly. And Antonio Brown tried and actually threatened to punch Mike Mayock, as he said, you can find me for that, and then punted a ball basically out of the practice facility. And um, believe it or not, I joked about this about 10 minutes ago, but the voice of reason in the whole thing, Vontez perfect held back Antonio Brown. Who would have thought? Yeah, just take a think about that. The guy that concussed Antonio Brown and started all this held him back from probably saving his career. I would say leave the Bengals, become more disciplined, but he also plays for the Raiders, so it's not really to say that. It's, 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 uh, it's going to be Tariq Cohen still returning punts. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Why? Because your every down back should not be returning punts. Yeah, but he's also electric. No, I get that. But you should have then signed somebody in case he gets hurt. Well, they have a rookie running back as well. And again, this is Mitch Trubinsky's make or break year. I don't know if I've said that before, but we're foreshadowing. No, I don't know if you've gone as far as make or break. Because, again... I know we've both criticized him, but I don't think we've gone that far to say that this will be his last year. No, I mean, like, this will be the year where people can either view him as, you know, oh, you're a benefit of uh, Matt Nagy, or you are just that good. Oh, and that's not good. You got it back. No, I don't think so. I think that's Green Bay's ball. Nope, all right. About this a flag. So Tariq cumbled the first play of the game. That's not good. That's exactly why I don't want my running back returning punts. Really? You think there's a correlation there? Yes. So, that and I think Zaire Smith was about to knock him out cold, but either neither here, yeah, neither here nor there. Um, so, back to this Antonio Brown thing. The team has suspended him, or there's reports that he's going to be suspended. Uh, Mike Mayock then said Antonio Brown is not in the building or has left the building after the incident happened. Uh, John Gruden had a comment about it, basically saying that it's he's getting very emotional about the situation because Antonio Brown's a hell of a receiver, and on top of that, deep down, he thinks he's a really good guy. Um, the writing is on the walls for Antonio Brown. You've, well, I'd say you played your last snap as an Oakland Raider, but you haven't played a snap. You're not going to play for this team. Antonio Brown's career in the NFL, he might have played his last game. Interesting. The teams are going to – now, obviously, when I say this, there will be a team that gives him a chance. Yeah, I was going to say, there's enough – There's going to be a bunch of teams that give him a chance. There's enough of a sense of urgency, I think, later in the season where you're going to see a team take a chance. No, if they cut him today, he'd he'd be signed by – well, we no, do. I think they're going to try to trade him first before they just impulsively cut uh, him. There's no value for him. I wouldn't say no value. There's going to be less. I would not go as far as no, though, because he's still very talented, and he's still yeah. been very consistent. What did Pittsburgh get for him? A they got a third and a fifth for him. Okay. So, again, I think if you combine that, where his value is going to drop now after all these antics, and also which team's going to do it based on – like I and always say, have an urgency factor, and yeah, you'd have to have enough money to take on the contract. Which so is f- just wait till he hit, just wait till they cut him. No one's gonna. I don't see him being traded. 
I can't see a team saying, oh, well, here's a, well, here's I'm just a fourth trying, or a fifth round pick for Antonio Brown. I'm trying Brown. to judge it based on the factor of the Raiders, I think, would be better off trying to be smart with it and still trying to get at least something back. And I think the best chance of doing that is, again, first trying to renegotiate, obviously, and try to settle this, obviously. That mm, is easier no. said than done. I, no, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying that that's Mike easier Mayock said than and done. Antonio Brown will never speak again. But also, as well, I say this all the time with the way the NFL is now. There's a lot of teams that have either amazing receiving cores or horrible receiving cores that may want to, again, take that kind of chance in, in that kind of sign and deal if they really do believe that that's the position they are away. I said it all the time, especially with the AFC. The three, there's a lot of all defensive teams that aren't great offenses. Ravens, Jaguars, maybe the Titans. You hit the nail on the head just There's now. plenty That's of the perfect spot for him. There's plenty of those kinds of teams. I, I would find it funny if he went to the Ravens. <laughs> that would be hilarious. With Hollywood Brown? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, just to, just because that would be like the most like petty move of all time. <laughs> If he went to go, oh yeah! If, if I wasn't Ra- even connecting those. If the, Ra- if the Raiders cut him and the Ravens just went out and signed him, how petty would that be? That'd be great. I didn't even think of that. I completely forgot the Pittsburgh connection first. Like I thought drafting his his cousin was already petty enough by then. Not that he can't be good or anything. I just like that you link them back up together. That would just be funny. But like I still think just based on that, like those kinds of teams, like. If the Jets contend well, they could be in that kind of market. Buffalo, like a, a team that has a great defense, but again, those kinds of question marks on offense, there's still a lot of possibilities for there's that. There's two reasons. And I think they would try to maybe gamble, and if the value keeps falling like it did, just giving away maybe just one fifth-round pick. It might work if that's the, what the value is going to drop to. Oakland, here's the thing, though. Oakland will probably take a fifth-round pick, but what I'm saying is I don't know a team that's going to offer that up. Name a team right now that's on the cusp of making a playoffs that really can gamble with that fifth round pick. Again, those are the teams I listed. Because you can't take on that contract. Well, I have to see the salary cap the way it was working out. But again, there, again, there's a lot of teams that I think are just needing of a passing game. I'll look up the salary numbers exactly. But those three teams I listed in the AFC, I think, are perfect. Well, the Ravens, the Ravens could probably do it. But there's now the Ravens and Bills. There's two huge reasons why Antonio Brown. Should not and probably won't go. I don't back. know if Buffalo will go back for it, but the Ravens. Buffalo won't. Buffalo's generally pretty good with trades. Well, no, and also, again, he spawned them the first time, so I don't think they're going to care anymore. Like, they're going to say, nope, nope, we're not dealing with this again. Well, right. A lot of people forget they did sign Terrell Owens. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that he already spurned them, because remember, they had the initial trade, and he already spurned them for the Raiders originally. Well, right. But there's probably a reason he did that. Josh Allen's not a proven commodity. Antonio Brown's got two, three years at his level left. I agree with you, but even so, I think that's... Maybe less, depending no, on how I, his I think are. two, three years is fair, because he's well, a Well, right, but receiver. we haven't seen him play in a very long time. He played the... Oh, no, he didn't play the last game of the season. He played week 16. It's not like he was held out right, for a year. Right, but he hasn't played this season. And I'm sorry, getting okay, Breezer Burn on your feet is not a good look. Nobody's played this season. The season just started. Well, right, but he didn't play the preseason, Speedy. Most stars don't, though. So no, you take snaps to get the rust off. 
That's why players say we don't want four weeks. Give us two or three weeks, so that way the rust is off and we're ready to go. Antonio Brown has no rust. Antonio Brown has got to get the rust on to get it back off. Antonio Brown hasn't played. He hasn't practiced. He hasn't even put on pads. I mean, it's... Lord knows, he just got his helmet. But still, I think, again, the team, though, would still get that kind of urgency even if he does fall off if they just need it that much. Now, I'm not saying any team should try to do it now if the value is still the same, but I think later in the season, if they know they're contending, if a, a team like Jacksonville, let's say, is 5-3 and three and they are what they're supposed to be, a running team with no passing game and a great defense, who says they don't try to take a chance on it? Like, there are teams like that that what, still would. What team did you just mention? I said Jacksonville. Like Jacksonville. That, I think that's a good example the, of a team like that. But Jacksonville is a very rare case in the NFL. They are ready to go. They just lack the big play receiver on paper. I think D.D. Westbrook is that, but whatever. I think you like Keelan Cole. I like, I like Keelan, Keelan Cole. Cole, too. I like Keelan but Cole. Here's the thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's a lot of... Mm, what's a good word? Gusto on that team. Okay. So, what does that mean? I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to get along in that locker room. Jalen Ramsey will be the first one to tell you, like, stop. Okay, but is Jalen Ramsey also that type of corner either where he was targeting the wide receivers as much? Besides no, Tyreek Hill, saying, I've never seen him do that. I'm just saying that Antonio Brown goes in there with the attitude of I don't want to play or I'm not willing to play on my team. That team will throw him out. That team is a very let's get this done team. It's not they're tough. They're let's get ready to work, and they are not kind of interested in all the BS. No, I don't think they would be right now. I'm just saying if – if it comes down to that, it might be worth the risk if the value drops for the, for that kind of thing. If now, I don't get. I don't think the Raiders are going to get much, and I don't think Brown is going to get much in the way of money. Like I think he might get the like the annual value, but he's definitely not getting the years anymore. I don't. I think a lot of teams will be concerned about that. Now, looking at the cap space situations, I brought up the Titans, the Ra- Ravens, and the, Titans the Jags. Aren't gonna go. The tit- He's not. The Titans will not take. But the Titans also have a six most cap space right now, so if they wanted he's to, not, they could try. he doesn't fit what Matt, Mike Vrabel's not putting up with him. I again, I don't know if he would either. I'm just saying it's something that is dependent on the outlook of the season. Definitely possible, just because there's a lot of those teams like that in the NFC. I mean, you could have a team like the 49ers if Kittle's great, but and Coleman's great, and the defense is healthy and they don't have receivers, that could be a team in the NFC that goes after him. There's just a lot yeah, of these San just really bad receiving cores in the NFL, and there's just – I've never seen so many just all at once, and it's just always possible. Carolina could be a team like that too. Their receivers are iffy, and if their other talent comes through, it's possible for them too. I, I see a, a stronger market just based on a lot of teams needing receivers where I wouldn't just cut him impulsively. That. I'm not the thing about Antonio Brown's situation right now and here's the craziest part I don't blame Antonio Brown that much 
You don't for this instance, though? Mm. I blame Antonio Brown, obviously, because of Antonio Brown. And here's the thing that I can't understand. The Oakland Raiders knew he was like this. The Pittsburgh Steelers reports him and Big Ben not getting along, him and Mike Tomlin not getting along, the video locker room stuff, the, ah, you know, I don't want to play Week 17 stuff, the I want a new contract or I want out new stuff. This isn't stuff that people just, ah, well, you know, I didn't know. I thought it was made. They were heavily reported, and it was well-known documentation of all, all these instances. To the point where people on national TV for months were saying he's about himself. He's being selfish. He wants more money for him. He doesn't care about the team. The Oakland Raiders took the gamble of, ah, we might be, eh. I talked about it today at work. Heard the same thing. They, try, they thought he would change. That's fine. Do you know what I tell people if they buy a pet lion or a pet tiger? That thinks, ah, oh, well, it won't attack me. It might not. But be prepared for when it does not to blame the animal you just brought into the cage because it, 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 that's its DNA to attack you. It's not its fault that it's attacking you when you knew that might happen. If you walk into a minefield and step on a mine, guess what that means? You played the odds and you lost. Oakland played the odds and they lost. This blew up fast. And really, I'm not surprised. Look at what you're doing. Mike Mayock, very well known for being outspoken. And very, here it is. Here's my thoughts on this. That's how he made a career. You don't make a career being a draft analyst without putting your thoughts right then and there on what's going on. It's not good ratings. Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper, what are they? Upfront and very blunt about what they think about draft prospects. It's their job. John Gruden, oh my God. Are you really surprised that John Gruden and Antonio Brown might not see eye to eye? Is that really surprising to people? Antonio Brown, very, ah, well, t- screw you. John Gruden's very, okay, pack your crap and get out of my locker room. But why would that be necessarily their fault, though, if they're trying to create an actually demanding, like, more upfront culture, though? That culture that they're trying to build has worked one time, and it didn't last very long. The Seattle Mariners, the Seattle Mariners, the Seattle Seahawks are the only team that's done that, in my knowledge, and made it work for not just a year. Okay. This outspoken attitude and stuff like that, here we go. I'll ask you this question. Who is the favorite to win the AFC? Who's the favorite to win the AFC for the past 25 years? 
or 20 years. The Patriots. Okay. What do the Patriots do better than anyone else? They find hidden talents. Cut the bullshit. That's what the Patriots are best at. Tom Brady. Oh, and this is this is the part that I love the most. Four months, I heard bogus people on this show, bogus people on the media. No, oh, this is it. Belichick and Brady, they hate each other. Brady wants Belichick out. Belichick wants Brady gone. No, that doesn't make sense. You're grasping at things. Nope, no, no, no. This is the case. They wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo was the man. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo's the man, all right. I love Jimmy G more than most. And I'm even going to tell you, I would pick Tom Brady over Jimmy G. The guy won five Super Bowls. I'm taking Tom Brady. Nope, 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 nope. This is a mistake. The Patriots finally got it wrong. That's all I heard for like six months. Who won a Super Bowl last year? The New England Patriots. Why? Because the motto in New England is simple. It's a motto that actually, if you watch TV, you'd know is very roll tide roll, Alabama, Nick Saban, New England Patriots. Do your job. Bill Belichick's not afraid to cut anybody. I'm smarter than you are. Great. And Bill Belichick's proved it time and time and time and time and time again. I said six times for those of you who don't know. And time again. Because I think they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year too. They replace every breathing person imaginable. Except for two guys. Belichick and Tom Brady. Only two guys that cannot be replaced in that organization. You know how I know so? Hoyer's been gone twice. Jacoby Brissett, gone. Jimmy Garoppolo, gone. Matt Castle, gone. Ryan Mallett, gone. Drew Bledsoe, gone. But who they pick time and time and time and time again? The one guy that Father Time can't touch. Tom Brady. You know why? He does his job. He preps better than everyone else. And Tom Brady just wants to win. That's why the Patriots are always the best team in the AFC. Not because, oh, oh, well, the AFC is weak. AFC is not weak. The AFC actually. It's been the weaker conference for a while. It's been the weaker conference. It's not weak. It's not weak. Every year, every year, there's two or three teams in the AFC that make you go, huh, well, I didn't see that coming. Everyone thought the Colts were going to win, what, 11 games last year? No one thought the Colts were going to win 11 games last year. No one did. We thought Andrew Luck would get them into the playoffs. We didn't think they'd be one of the teams that everyone was going, that's it. That's the move. That's the Colts. They're a dark horse to win the Super Bowl. No one said that. Marlon Mack was unproven. The offensive line was shaky at best. The defense was supposed to be one of the worst in football. Frank Reich had never coached before. Jim Irsay is a terrible owner. The Colts surprised us all. Jacksonville was a drive away from representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. And was atrocious last year. 
absolutely awful. Kansas City, a new quarterback in Patrick Mahomes won MVP. No one had that. No one had that. All I heard was Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Wilson, Luck, common names, Wentz. No Patrick Mahomes. What? Oh, Kansas City. Uh, uh, we shouldn't be surprised. Mm. As Eddie Pinero has put the Chicago Bears up 3-0. Congratulations, Anthony Carragher. You're the best kicker analysis in the game. But come on. When Adam Barrettari left, Stefan Guskowski came right in. He replaced the greatest kicker of all time, and the Patriots didn't miss a beat. Well, kicking's not important. Don't even watch. Don't call. You don't know football. It's okay. If kicking wasn't important, the Minnesota Vikings would have won a Super Bowl. <laughs> the Patriots wouldn't have three. It, it's a team game. Antonio Brown, I've defended him for a very long time. I can't defend him anymore. I defended him three weeks ago when he said, just let him wear his helmet. Like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? If he wants to sign a waiver saying, I don't care about the new safety and the new technology, I want to wear my helmet, fine. Fine. Let him wear his helmet. No big deal. Let him play football. It's just football. It's just a helmet. It's not like he's wearing a cardboard box on his head. He's wearing a helmet that you approved for years. This is different. Yeah. This is a different... This is just a different scale altogether. When you threaten to punch your GM, you're in Ryan Leaf territory now. Mm-hmm. You're in Latrell Sprewell territory now. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Ugh. I want to choke you out. He didn't say it. He actually did it. Antonio Brown might have seen his last snap in the league. He might have. Now, I know that's a long shot. Because the NFL has showed us time and time again, GMs don't really care about your off-the-field yeah, stuff. Talent will still always prevail talent, somewhere. Yes. If your talent's that great, Kareem Hunt was unemployed for about a week. And I guarantee you if they would have cut Tyreek Hill, he would have been employed the next day. Top ten receiver. Mm-hmm. No, he threatened to punch his girlfriend and kid. Uh, yeah. Hey. Tyreek Hill, you want to play football on Sunday? All right, great. We'll see you Monday. All right. I mean, I feel terrible, but the guy, the guy is great. What am I supposed to do? Not employ him? Ah, well, nah, it's just football. It's all right. That, that's where we're at with this. And Tony Brown's going to get signed by somebody. Ironically, I mean, for God's sakes, Pittsburgh's short us again. Pitt, I've never... It's not that I'm bashing Pittsburgh. The Steelers are one of the best run organizations of all time. For God's sakes, they've had three head coach, three head coaches their entire existence. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, now Mike Tomlin. That is it. That's it. So clearly they know what they're doing. And most of their quarterbacks turn out to be pretty good. I don't like Big Ben, but he's going to be a first bout Hall of Famer. They show you all right, go ahead. Le'Veon Bell, I think they screwed up, but every team's allowed to get it wrong once in a while. I mean, for God's sakes, Dallas gets it wrong once a month. 
yes, hashtag kill the Cowboys. But I, I, but I don't get talking about them on this show. No, I said I don't want the beef to call up and go off on them on the show. I'm allowed to. It's my show. If I want to ramble on about how Michael Irvin is, you know, the biggest reason for the 90s dynasty, I'll do it. Ebbett Smith would not be where he's at without Troy Aikman and Barry, uh, Michael Irvin. Hell, Barry Sanders did it by himself. And he's still, be- he's still not better than Zeke to most people, so I don't even understand what this is. <laughs> but I'll tell you this right now. Antonio Brown, he's going to have a little bit of trouble now. And here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem with what the Oakland Raiders are doing. You're legally not going to get your money back. It's guaranteed for a reason. He's not going to get his money back. And also today, he unfollowed the Oakland Raiders, a.k.a. Mike Mayock, because let's just be honest, the general manager is probably the one most active on the social media stuff, and Derek Carr, which to me means he's done in Oakland. He's done the team doesn't want him there. This has now. This is where I never blamed Odell, right? Because everyone said Odell didn't show up for the games. Odell didn't this, that, that. Kept his mouth shut, and then people started bashing him. Then when he got traded, he finally said, "You know, the team didn't want me there. I told them I wanted to be on the sidelines. They said no, stay away." Landon Collins even came out and said the team didn't like him. I don't know why. The players love him. The organ, the front office didn't. For whatever reason. Again, Landon Collins comes from Alabama. Nick Saban DNA. I will trust Saban and Belichick's tree over Dave Gettleman. See where I'm going? Antonio Brown has no leaf to fall on. Unless Vontez Perp. Unless somebody from the Oakland Raiders comes out and says... You know, Mike Mayock started the situation. Then that's one thing. But right now, Antonio Brown looks like he's a nut job who's trying to find his way out of the NFL. And he might very well be. (laughs) He might. Gronk and Luck retired in the offseason. If you put money on that, you're a billionaire now. Because that would not have happened in 99% of 9% pools. That's not happening. No one would have put bets on that. Antonio Brown might go... I mean, I got my guaranteed money. Maybe if they cut me, I'll just retire and I go out saving face. I mean, he's not saving face. He's making himself look like a jackass. But yeah. he's – I there's more to this than meets the eye. And I hope I'm wrong about that. I think there's something internally wrong. I don't know if it's maybe depression or maybe it's the fact that Pittsburgh – hurt him in a way of like ego and he's just trying to overcompensate kind of like um uh, uh what's that what's that thing called with short people a uh, napoleonism no uh, the napoleon effect i don't know uh, i'm not sure it, it there might be like a bravado broken like I, i'm the best receiver in football and you traded me i don't think he was the best receiver in football but he thinks he's the best receiver in football but that's a good attitude to have. I'm happy Zeke has it. I'm happy Brown has it. I'm happy Julio has it. 
you should think you're the best if you are in any type of sport like that. It's our jobs to debate who's better or not. You should clearly think you're the best at whatever you do. Tax accountant, football player, uh, police officer, Marine. It's kind of important to think that way. I'm starting to believe that Antonio Brown might need to just step back from the NFL for a year. Forget everything. Don't get caught up in national headlines. Don't and here's the here's the craziest part about Antonio Brown, right? It's not to the degree he's past this guy. You know how I've always said T.O. was unfairly criticized? All the time. Antonio Brown, to me, is what people were portraying Terrell Owens to be. He's hurting locker rooms. He's going out there now and obliterating teams. There's going to be a few guys on the Oakland Braves that go, well, you know, you did bring him here. You should have known this was coming. And John Gruden's going to be like, you think that's acceptable. Maybe I should get rid of you too. And then there you go again. So there, there, there will be a consequence for this. But I think Antonio Brown's done in Oakland. I think it was a failed experiment. It didn't make sense when the Oakland Raiders did it to me. I don't know what I said on this show. Um, do you have any inkling as to what I said? I thought you liked it. I, did I? I thought mm. so. I liked Derek Carr with Antonio Brown. I know that's one thing I said. But to be honest with you, Derek Carr hasn't even seen Antonio Brown yet. Mm-hmm. No, they, their kids played catch. Yeah, their kids played catch. They didn't. Oh, let me guess. You're going to tell me something that happened on Hard Knocks, <laughs> a TV show? Just just think about it. A TV show. And I'm going to say this, too. This is real bad news for HBO. Really? Oh, my God, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackson got fired. And the Oakland Raiders now are in upside-down mode. Next season, there's not going to be a list of teams going up to HBO saying, I'll be on Hard Knocks. I'll be on Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks mm, is going to have a hard I, time this offseason. I wouldn't be too sure about that, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be. I, wouldn't I don't be. think it's going to be a struggle to get a team The list like isn't that. long as it is. No, I understand it from that perspective. I, I think HBO still will have the... How do I put it? Like, they'll still persuade them well enough to, in order to do it. They'll try to improve their product if they're worried about the product exposing too much or something like that. Because again, that's why why people watch it is they want to see all this behind the scenes stuff. So maybe if they give out too much information or they reveal too much about a particular person, that could be an issue. But I, there's a lot of r- good reasons for them to get their team some exposure that they probably wouldn't have gotten before. Now, I understand... There's no such thing as bad exposure. Now, there is something... Uh, the four girlfriends, the only one that picks the bed. There is something where the teams that have been on it lately have been drama-filled teams. You're going with a sample size of the Browns, who 
they're trying to rebirth after a winless season, and they have a lot of personalities. And then you have the Raiders, who they have Antonio Brown. They have John Gruden, who's a personality in himself. You have Vontaze Perfect. You got all these other guys that are just, again, crazy a lot of the time. So I think maybe it's just a selection that they made. Maybe those are the only teams they had. I don't know. But I don't think teams are going to be shying away from it. Because I think... I do, I do think there are teams that want to get some spotlight as well, and HBO's a big company. They're a, they know what they're doing. I think they'll be able to still get it somehow. I don't think these antics are a result of hard knocks, and I don't think they are exposed anymore because of it. I think that's just the show, and I also think not everybody would know it anyway because, again, not everybody has it, and they can take that into account as well. I'm sorry, man. I disagree with you completely. I, I, the, it, it, if I am, first of all, if I'm the NFL, I'm going to sit down and talk to HBO and say, I don't know if I want you to do this anymore either. Just because you're making us look worse than we already do. One and two. Nobody wants to do it for you. But how are they making anyone look worse? I think a lot of the guys that you have brought up that they've been quote-unquote targeting they kind of already expected it to do it to themselves more than anything else I don't think the show is going to drive the drama anymore I think they'll just reveal it'll reveal some maybe information but I don't think it'll hyperventilate it to the extent where like guys are going to go whoa this is happening like most fans know this is happening anyway that's not true. No one would have thought Antonio Brown was going to punch Mike Mayock. No, but that also wasn't something that was revealed on the show either, though. It might be. When is filming stop? I think this week. So. All right, then. What do you think is going to be on the last episode? No, I think the last episode already happened. You, I just asked you when the filming stops. You said this week. Yeah, probably Saturday, Sunday. And then they have the episode what Wednesday I don't know all I know is if that to me is not a red flag if I don't want my team on hard knocks do you think the Patriots would ever go on hard knocks the Saints the Falcons, the Falcons no they the would Falcons not. have done it they've done it plenty of times I think I think they did it two or three times all right bad example I think I don't think the Patriots would for sure but I, I wouldn't rule it out completely in another instance, it's just, again, I think a lot of the times the teams that go on it are, like, young teams or, like you were saying, teams that have a lot of personalities. Like, teams you want to see. Like, everyone's so sick of the Patriots, they're, gonna wa- they're not going to want to watch it anyway. So I don't think they would be on it just for that reason. They might be on it, like, once the Belichick-Brady era ends and everyone wants to see, ooh, what's next, what's next? That is when they might be on it, but right now you're right; they probably wouldn't be. But I don't think th- I don't think they would get as much anyway because everyone's sick of them. I think people want to see the intrigue of certain guys and certain teams, and I don't think they. I'll tell you what, I don't think they really drive anything on just with what they have. It's not like they're. How do I put it? It's not like they're trying to have them be any more dramatic than they are. 
I would love to have seen Cleveland. No, Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland had it last year. And I know the Jets have had it before. Oh, that would have been great, too. I think Kansas City's had it. So there's certain teams. I don't know if the Steelers ever had it, yet they had all, always had a lot of personalities. But So that's what I think about Antonio Brown. Um, so when we come back, Speedy, um, I'll explain how this X-Factor thing's going to work to Speedy. And... We got picks. Mm -hmm. And that's next on the home stretch. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And, and, and that is the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the home stretch here. No, there's no Speedy's Playhouse today, but there is the NFL season, and I'm going to be hosting this segment as well. Uh, we, I'm tired, people. So the segment will be X-Factors and Regression Candidates, or busts in the words of Tyler for, I guess, I didn't know extremes. another word to use. Regression Candidates is great. Regression Candidates, I figured, would be a good one. I'm going to do the teams randomly, is what, is what I was told. So why... The segment is basically why the team can raise their game and take it to higher levels than they're expected to this season, which everyone has a certain team that can do that, and why the teams can regress and be a lot worse than expected, a.k.a. what I thought with the Minnesota Vikings, what you thought last year with the Steelers. So, so that is I'm going to say that this year about the Vikings, by the way. Of course you are. <laughs> And this isn't to be mean. It's to give analysis on each team. Yes, we know. But you have a still strange grudge towards the Vikings. Just because Kirk Cousins is there, that automatically makes every other player worse. Especially yes. Adam Thielen. Yes. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> All right. So we're doing this randomly. Your first team will be none other then, who I think is the least clutch team in football, the formerly San Diego Chargers, now in that city that doesn't serve a football team. Who is your breakout, or why, is, why do you think the Chargers could go even further than they did last year? I mean... What is, a, what is your possibility of that, I guess? They're fully healthy. Not fully healthy, but I think that they're... They're never fully healthy. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, if Trevor Williams comes back, you're looking at really a team that might, when he comes back, he's not injured full term, but he's a guy, and Derwin James, and that defense, fully healthy, is a top defense in the AFC, for sure. The problem with the Chargers right now, and I think the X factor for this team is very simple, Melvin Gordon. Is he playing? Is he not? And if he's not playing, the X Factor is Austin Eckler. Someone is going to have to control the football for this team. Bill Rivers is not going to be able to do it alone. And I know we've had this debate a lot recently about, ah, uh, well, you know, 
you don't need a star running back. You don't need a star running back, but you need a good running game. Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, uh, Tyrone Pope. Who's going to be the guy for the San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers to replace Melvin Gordon? And if Melvin Gordon comes back, are you going to be in it? Are you going to not try as hard because you're not happy with your contract? I don't know. But someone is going to have to be a leading rusher for this team to help out Phil Rivers. Because Phil Rivers needs a little bit of help. That defense is ready when they get fully healthy. And if Melvin Gordon can come back or if somebody can emerge as a new star running back for the Chargers, they've got it. So... Do I have to like ask why they can regress now? Yes, that's that'll be the next part. I I didn't know if you were it was a two part thing or yeah, one. It's a okay. Thing. All right. So the Chargers, why can they regress? Like I always believe they can. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's it's is Anthony Lynn really that good of a coach? And you play the chart uh, the Chargers. You play the Chiefs twice a year, who I think could be anywhere between the two seed in the AFC, the first wild card team not making the playoffs. I don't know what you're going to get out of them, just because the offensive line is weaker, the defense looks weaker. But they do have the Honey Badger, they do have Patrick Mahomes, they do have Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Sean McCoy tends to play very well under Andy Reid. He's got a brutal schedule, and again, he says you kind of get the injury book. Fragile, fragile, fragile. So, if you stay healthy, I don't see a problem. The problem is, are you going to stay healthy? Yeah, that's always a question for them. All right, let's go to another fragile team. The fragile team of the NFC and a team that has talent, but that's all in the same areas. The Washington Redskins. Can they, what is their peak? How can they improve? Is there any shot of them being a playoff team? There's never not a shot because let's just be honest, everyone starts out the year 0-0. But the biggest X factor for them at first, I was going to say Darius Geis, because I think Darius Geis is going to be a phenomenal talent. I've been saying this for months. You can make the argument after this year, Zeke's the third best running back in his own division. Wow, Darius I think Geis, Geis is that good. Darius Geis was the best running back in his draft outside of Saquon Barkley. And I think Geis and Barkley were leaps and bounds rather than everybody else. The problem is, Darius Geis had a little off the field issue, and then he got hurt last year. Darius guys I thought was going to be the X Factor. Right now, it's Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is going to have to play at a high level. I said the Giants shouldn't draft him. I turned out to be right, however, for a different reason altogether. <laughs> and Dwayne Haskins and Jay Gruden are going to have to figure this out. Dwayne Haskins does not look ready, but he doesn't really have a choice. Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, and um, Case Keenum don't look like they're going to play week one. Alex Smith looks like he's done permanently. Dwayne Haskins is going to have to figure that out. And for some reason, they cut J. 
Josh, Josh Johnson? I, I, I don't know. Don't get me started. Yeah. And then when Speedy gets into the aggression part, I will talk about the obvious elephant in the room. So how bad could they regress possibly? Because they've been very average for a while. <laughs> if they were fully, if they had that team from last year with any type of average quarterback, any Alex Smith level quarterback, I'd say they could win the division. Now, 12 months later, not even 12 months later, I'd say six months later, your offensive line is a flaw. Your defense is phenomenal. I love your front seven. I would like you to get another corner, but not my hill to die on. This offensive line has completely become a problem, and you have no quarterback or a wide receiver. I know. Hold on before Jeff gets upset. Terry McLaughlin's great. Okay? He was a great college wide receiver. And he, him and Dwayne Haskins are very eye-to-eye. They know what each other's thinking, which will help immediately. Is that enough to win that division? No. Is it enough to come in second? No. And then you look at the, the Giants and Redskins are going to battle out the last division. Right now, currently as it stands, I have the Giants last just because the Redskins' defense is so much better. But don't be surprised if the Redskins finish last in this division. I'll tell you that right now. Alrighty. Especially if Trent Williams gets traded. If that happens, it's without a question that they're going to be fourth or third in this division. All righty. So we have a little bit of a request from one of our Facebook commenters, Andrew, Andrew Merklinger. So we'll do your team now, the Detroit Lions. Hey, hey. He wants to know if they can be a playoff team. And you like them more than most people. So, go for it. Yep. Andrew, I'm here to answer your prayers. Yes, you absolutely can be a playoff team. Absolutely. No question about it. You absolutely can be a playoff team. Here's the problem. Your division is very good. The Vikings are in it. <laughs> and then you got the two heavyweights playing right now, the Packers and Bears. Who I've, I don't think that this Green Bay experiment will work out very well. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. But it seems to be working right now. And Chicago, to me, is the odds-on favorite to win the division. You could possibly get in the wild card spot. Here's the problem. I like your offense. I like your offense a lot. I think Matt Stafford's underrated in this league. Carry on. Johnson's definitely underrated if you talk to this guy. TJ <laughs> Hawkinson, I think, is a phenomenal talent. Not only as a tight end, he's a blocker. By the way, does that not resemble Rob Gronkowski at all? Okay. Kenny Galladay, I think, will emerge as the number one wide receiver either this year or next. Marvin Jones has been a quiet number two receiver but he's productive. Danny Amendola is the best down option in football. And your offensive line is, when healthy, quietly very good. So I guess your X factor in all that would be Matt Patricia. What are you? Do you you and your defensive coordinators figure out a way to make this defense work? Because Darius Slay is for real. 
Snacks Harrison is for real. No, not me. The defensive tackle in the middle. He's he's phenomenal. Mike Daniels is very good. You're going to get after the quarterback. Trey Flowers is a steal. You overpaid for him, but he was he's a great run stopper, and he can get after the quarterback. That's a great signing. Devin Kennard, I've seen him with the Giants. He's good. Gerard Davis is good. Your secondary outside Darius Slay scares the crap out of me. Your linebacking core outside of that scares me. I like your I like your pass rush. But outside of that, and Darius Slay, I don't really trust anything else. Could you make the playoffs? Yes, you can. Is it likely? No. But I do trust your Lions to make this season very competitive. I don't think you're going to get blown out a lot. But this is a, this might be a year where instead of winning 9, 10 games, you win 6 or 7. But you're competitive in those close scoring games where you go, ah. Well, they can win close games. It's just a matter of will they get enough of them. <laughs> well, no, I don't think they're going to bl- get blown out. Okay. They're going to blow out the Cardinals on Sunday. Really? Oh, my God. That's going to be a slugout. Interesting. But not my health on. But, yes, to answer your question, the Detroit Lions could be a playoff team. Is it likely? No. Because, again, you've got the NFC South that I think will give you three playoff teams. All right. So, Lions as a regression candidate as far as possibly I'm dropping them to. And, Andrew, I know you're listening. Unfortunately, you know my doubts with that team. So, why are, could you have doubts and they could be even worse than maybe a 6-10 and 10 team? That defense, like I said, is just... Uh, now, sorry, C.J. Anderson, and, uh, Ty Johnson, what is he? J.D. McKisnick, uh, 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 Jesse Jane, uh, someone's going to have to emerge somewhere as kind of a playmaker, and I think it's going to have to be Kenny Galladay, but your offense does need Matt Stafford to kind of have a better year, too. They could be anywhere from second in this, they're not winning the division, that's not happening, but I do think you could sneak in as a wild card team, or, you know, be one of the first teams out, yeah, or you could be... 5 and 11, 6 and 10. It really depends on, again, you've got a tough schedule too. But, I It depends on health. Everything depends on health. But Matt Patricia is going to be a huge reason this team does either way. If he's a great coach, he'll be alright. If he's not a great coach, this year will probably be his last year there. Alrighty. So, next up, we'll go back to the AFC. A team you and I criticize that everyone else likes on this network, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so let's get things I like out of the way, right? Your offensive line is really good. Might be the best in the AFC. I love Juju Smith. I love him. He's a top 15 receiver right now in the NFL. That's all I like. 
Oh, and Mike Tomlin. I like Mike Tomlin. He's a great guy. Great exit nose guy. Knows when to push the pedal. Knows when to take it off. I like him a lot. You want to know why you're going to wrestle? That defense scares me to pieces. Yeah, you're going to get after the quarterback. DJ Watt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Watt can get after the quarterback. That's great. You are relying on a 31-year-old Joe Hayden who was undersized in his prime to stop a Baltimore Raven team that is going to run the football down everyone's throat. Mark Andrews is a very quietly skilled wide receiver. Hayden Hurst will be better in year two. Hollywood Brown is going to go after it. And then you look at the Cleveland Browns who have three wide receivers that can beat you anywhere at any time. And that's if Antonio Callaway doesn't come back, he could be four. And then there's the Bengals. The Bengals aren't going to fear anybody, but they have a pretty good receiving core, too, so they can light it up. Nanny Dalton is not as bad as Matty Capps thinks. <laughs> but the Pittsburgh Steelers could get lit up on. And Big Ben is kind of at the age now where he can become over the cliff, as Max Kellerman says, at any moment. And he likes to take selfish hits. That's not good. And what James Conner are you going to get? Are you going to get the guy that replaced Le'Veon Bell? Or are you going to get the guy that gets hurt and then comes back and is not the same running back? Bryce Turtle in the second half of the season. There's some questions in Pittsburgh. There's some questions. They are a solid... They can go... I think they're going to be closer to 8-8. Eight and eight than they are anything else. They could... I have them finishing third, but they could finish second. I don't think they're in the playoffs, but they're not winning this division. I don't think that's going to happen. Alrighty. Let's go on to one of those next teams you mentioned. This is a team that I'm higher on than most people, but we'll see if you are. I don't have them as a playoff team, but let's go to the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they could be better. Is there any chance you think they could? Again, um... Uh, the biggest X factor in all this is what Zach Taylor is. Is Zach Taylor a great mastermind like people proclaim? Is he this young o- offensive guru? Or is he one of these offensive coordinators that has a great head coach and just kind of gets shuffled into a head coaching job? I like I like Andy Dalton. I don't think Andy Dalton is a bad quarterback. I don't think Andy Dalton is a I'm not winning with you quarterback. He's won the division. He's taken bad teams to a good record. He's not played well in playoff games. But uh, he is a Vontez perfect flag away from taking that team into a deep playoff run. And he's had Marvin Lewis as his head coach. I can't blame that on him. Joe Mixon, let me tell you about Joe Mixon. This guy is going to break out this year. He is a phenomenal talent. I loved him. I think he's a top five running back in this league. Definitively, I probably have it. Barkley, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon. That's how I'd have my four right now. But with Gurley's injury and Joe Mixon playing well all year, he might be second by the end of the year. I like him that much. He's phenomenal. Do I need to go into you, uh, CJ Uzma, Tyler Reifert? Tyler Reifert is a top three tight end in football if he stays healthy all year. A.J. Green, 
You don't need the explanation on AJ Green. Tyler Boyd, John Ross. John Ross, if he learns how to run routes and learns how to catch, the Cincinnati Bengals might have a top five offense just because they have no weakness. The problem is their offensive line is off. Off. Right. Off. Can they be the worst team in the league, you think? Because a lot of people think they are after Miami. Um, I'm not going to say they're the worst team in football. I like their secondary. I think Jesse Bates is very underrated safety. We've talked about William Jackson. Yeah. Preston Brown's okay. You don't really have a pass rush. Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap are kind of eh. I don't mind a lot of their young pass rushers, though. They, they are deep. But the problem is I don't see a lot of elite talent. But if the Chicago Bears have shown you anything, or the Philadelphia Eagles have shown you anything else, deep pass rushing depth is a huge, huge priority. I don't think they're going to be the worst team in football. They're going to be last in this division, though. I would have anywhere between 5 and 11 with a ceiling of 7 and 9. Okay. I have them actually 8 and 8, which is interesting. Really? Yeah, because, again, I think the offense will be a lot better, like you're saying. I think... Coach all solve the line issues. And I just, this is the biggest thing I think. I think a lot of players are going to get relief from just having a fresh start with a new coach. Marvin Lewis is there forever. <laughs> so that, that's a big one for me. All right, moving on. The Carolina Panthers. Can they win the division? Can they be a playoff team? What's your ceiling for them? Their ceiling is going to be as high as they can possibly This could be a very dark horse for Cam Newton, don't tell me Cam Newton can't win. Cam Newton won an MVP and took his team to the Super Bowl. And he's a fumble dive away from possibly winning. Christian McCaffrey is a top end, forget running back, a top 10 offensive weapon. The guy is immaculate running routes. He's got great hands. I mean, his dad was a great wide receiver for the Broncos. He's basically a wide receiver in a running back body. And he's quick, he's fast, he's elusive. Greg Olson is healthy for now. A lot of people forget about him due to his injuries. I really have two questions. What is his offensive line? And are you going to let... Chris Hogan, I think, might be the one of the most underrated signings this team has in all of football. There is a good chance Chris Hogan could become a top two option on this team. He's got the winning pedigree, and Tom Brady loved him and Danny Mandola on third down for a reason. Cam Newton knows that. Cam Newton. Cam Newton and Cam Newton's healthy. That's the limit, really. As long as Cam Newton's healthy and everyone plays up to their potential, there is no reason this team can't win football games. Then that defense, forget about it. That might be one of the best fronts. It's definitively one of them. It might be the best front seven in football. Again, you don't have a corner. You Forget that. You don't have a secondary. I like Trey Boston. Eric Reed and Trey Boston aren't bad, though. No, safeties. they're not, but Eric Reed didn't play well. Yeah, they wonder, like, second year of the system. If you might Maybe. I hope so. But what I will say is I, like, I trust your special team. I trust Juan Rivera. The Carolina Panthers, I think they finished third. I think they're a wild card team. I think they can make the playoffs of these. I think their floor is the first or second team out. 
if there's a surprise, if Dallas wins a couple extra games, I don't think they will, or if they don't get off to a hot start or if Cam gets hurt, whatever, they could win this division. It's not out of the realm of possibility. They could easily win this division. The problem is Cam Newton's health. Are you going to find a playmaker finally? And the Falcons and Saints are just better on paper right now. Those three things go their way. They could win the division. They could go on a deep playoff run. All right. How far could they regress? Cam Newton gets hurt. This team is going to be in trouble. Cam Newton's going to. Cam Newton's health is by far the most important thing. Cam Newton gets hurt. You're going to be one of those top five picks that everyone crazy. Which would help Carolina because they would kind of be the Atlanta Falcons of last year. Get a good pick and solve some problems even though you don't really have much. They could regress to the last team in this division if Tampa Bay has everything go right. But I, 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 I think their floor, again, is the third team in this division. I don't see that happening that unless something dramatic happens like Cam Newton says I'm done playing football or something like that. But I think Carolina's floor and ceiling are pretty high. All right, let's go to the team with a lot of former Panthers, including their defensive coordinator, the Buffalo Bills. What is their ceiling for, again, a team that I think is the most average team in football? Again, like you say, is they are very average, and ironically, that's where I think they will be. This offensive line is getting put together by the strength. Uh, you obviously drafted Cody Ford, signed Mitch Morse, which I think was a good signing. You traded for Deion Dawkins, I think, two off-seasons ago. You signed Cole Beasley, one of Dak's favorite third-down options. You signed John Brown, Dustin Jones. I like Tyler Cross. I like him a lot. You do have a little bit of a problem, though, with Frank Gore being your lead run back. Doesn't really sound like a problem. But at the end of the day, what is Josh Allen? Is he the guy that goes into Minnesota and wins a really good football? Not wins, dominates. Dominates the team that everyone had in the playoffs. If Josh Allen is as good as everyone said he was coming out of the draft, could sneak in the playoffs. You could. It's, again, it's, I don't see it. But your ceiling could be 10 and 6, 9 and 7, and sneak in the playoffs. Problem is, you play the Patriots twice and the Jets twice. The good thing is, you play the Dolphins. But you could you could go in 8, 9, and 7 and sneak in the playoffs. Absolutely. Could they be worse than an average team? Like everyone thought they would be last year. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. There's there's a good chance that defense is good. I like the defense. Me and you talked about this. I love the Ida Oliver pick. I think it's a great signing. Jerry Hughes is underrated. Jermaine Edmonds is underrated. Matt Milano is underrated. Davies White's top five corner in football. Uh, Mike Hyde is very good. What's Levy Wallace? What's Jordan Boyer? Uh, Lorenzo Alexander is all right. Darlene Tulele is kind of a disappointment. Not by much, but he didn't live up to the hype coming out of the draft either. I, I do see them 
I think I had them 5 and 11 or 6 and 10. But again, you play the Patriots twice and you play the Jets twice. I think they're both better teams than you. You could surprise a lot of people. I'm not going to be surprised if you kind of have a great year. But you are most likely going to be south of 7 and 9. Alright. Now it's time to piss people off. With a regression candidate, I do agree with. But can they still be very good? The team that got gifted to the Super Bowl. You know I love this people. Yeah. Los Angeles Rams fans, turn me off right now. This is your last shot of life. Let's start with the upside. This team could win the division. I think it's a popular pick to win the division. Uh, Jared Goff and Sean McVay are working. Sean McVay is a top five coach. Jared Goff under uh, Sean McVay has led the number one option in football. He took them to the Super Bowl. Regardless if it was right or wrong, it was wrong, but regardless of that, you did go to the Super Bowl. Do I think you can win the division? Yes, I do think you can win the division. I think a lot of teams can win the division. Uh, I see you. You're, you have a high ceiling. There's no denying that. I do see a lot of questions, though, which Speedy, please ask me. How can they regress? Okay. Here we go, right? Let's just talk about this. Once Todd Gurley stopped playing, Jared Goff changed it. It was like the clock struck midnight. That that giant carousel turned into a pumpkin real fast, didn't it? He got exposed in the Super Bowl. The offense got exposed in the Super Bowl. The defense is not the same defense it was last year. You lost your best run stopper. Clay Matthews does not really give you a pass rushing option that I think that you think you have. Dante Fowler cannot cover. You lost as she's been saying, your best coverage linebacker. You lost Lamarcus Joyner. You did replace him with Eric Weddle. Here's the thing. Eric Weddle is getting up there in age. And here's the other thing. What the hell are you going to get with Todd Gurley? That's my question. Alright. Let's go now to... But yes, I have the Rams thing for third time. Let's go to the... the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thank you, Mike Guido, in advance for my $100. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, let's just talk about this for a second. There is no bigger X factor in football right now than Nick Foles. There is none. He has to be good. He has not good. He doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. He just has to simply follow instructions. Leonard Fournette and that running game will have enough in the tank to get this done. Ask Dallas Cowboy fans. Jeff Swaim is great. I'm just kidding. Listen. D.D. Westbrook, Marquise Lee. Don't forget about Marquise Lee. They have, they love him down there. Chris Conley was a steal of a sign. Kansas City Chiefs did not replace him. And the offensive line's better. It's better. I think Jawan Taylor is going to start sooner rather than later. And then you really want to get into the you really want to get into this team? That defense is the best 
in football. There's no weakness. They have great linebackers. They have a great pass rush. They have great corners. It's not even close. They are the best defense in football. The Chicago Bears have a better front seven. That secondary is neither close. Even if A.J. Boy is a absolute shell of himself. Jalen Ramsey's shutting down one side of the field. And Rodney Harrison is going to help a ton. Tell me right now. He will absolutely make that team better. Barry Church looked <laughs> awful last year. It's all right. It stinks. Well, that's why they let him go. And I think Telvin Smith will come back at some point. Interesting. And if that right. happens, forget about it. All right. So we know they won't finish last. They are not finishing last. But how could they regress? They're not finishing last. Andrew Luck retired, okay? They're not finishing last. And the Houston Texans' offensive line sucks. Yeah, they go learn me tussle. It still sucks. That be that. The Jacksonville Jaguars might not have enough offensive firepower to keep that defense fresh. That's my only concern. But I do like it. Nick Foles is back with that quarterback coach that made him work in Philly. So don't tell me he only wins in Philly. He went back to his quarterback coach. I I really don't I don't see I don't really see a low ceiling for the Jaguars. They're not gonna I think the worst they'll finish is third. I think the Colts finish last. Jacoby Brissett is not winning eleven games with this team. Sorry, you're not Andrew Luck. I, I see this team struggle. So you think if they were to not win the division, they'd more likely lose it to Tennessee than the Texans? Oh, I think the Titans are second Houston. team. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. They could finish third. They could finish third. I think they're winning the division. But they're not finishing last. All right. And that is a guaranteed $100. Okay. You always play the odds. Somebody said, hey, I bet you $100. That 25% of that division is better? Okay, I'll take it. I just got 75% of the division. All right. It's coming now. The Minnesota Vikings. I hate you. <laughs> All right. The Vikings. The Vikings. Try to say stuff positive about them. All right. Um, you have a lot of offensive talent on the perimeter. Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs might be the best one to combination. It's not, but it's up there. It's like top five definitively as a one-two option. Kyle Rudolph, I like Kyle Rudolph a lot. I like him in Notre Dame. It's a shame. I mean, it's great that he got drafted there. Um, Dalvin Cook, if healthy, he hasn't showed it to me yet, but if healthy, he's a top-end running back. He just has to do it. The defense... Starting to worry me a little bit, but not enough to hit the panic button. There's only one real flaw with this team. Your quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Alright. I mean, you're not winning this division. You could you could sneak in the playoff. I'm not I'm not disputing that. You could easily sneak in the playoff. Alright. All right, spew out your hate. I know you've been waiting for it. Kirk Cousins is five and twenty-five against good teams. 
Mike Zimmer has yet to really adapt. The team's played the same style now for like five years. Dalvin Cook is constantly injured. Von Diggs is injured now. Adam Thielen is starting to, well, not starting to. He regressed a little bit towards the end of the year. Yeah, and he was the defense, bad in the second half. And then, and then the defense is just old. The defense is getting old. And, and you're really running out of cap space to keep these guys. And your special teams is always bad, so <laughs> it's not worth mentioning. But All right. uh, I think you could, you could sink in the playoffs, but I think you'll finish third in the division. All right. I'll give you a fun one to bounce back. The Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's fun, all right. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are what everyone says they are. They are a very explosive team. I think that they could easily go and win this division. The problem is the Baltimore Ravens, I think, are just better. I'm not going to be the guy on the morning show that's not even going to get named the same team 5-11 is BS. Okay, the Baltimore Ravens are not going to go 5-11 and 11, Evan Mamba. They're not. <laughs> I'm starting to think if you watch football or if you just read tabloids, I really do. That offensive line is – I'm going to talk about the team. Baker Mayfield is the best young quarterback in this league. Not Patrick Mahomes. Nick Chubb is a phenomenal running back now. David Njoku is a phenomenal tight end, young tight end. Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and Rashard Higgins are all big name receivers. And the defense is the quiet part. Garrett, Ogunjobi, Sheldon Richardson, Vernon, Christian Kirksey I like. I love Joe Sherbert. Denzel Ward is a top-end corner. Morgan Burnett and Demarius Randall are going to be good safeties. You might not have a strong second corner, but who the hell cares? You have everything else. You have the zone coverage. You have the pass rushing ability. Who really cares? My biggest concern is a is Austin Corbett replacing Kevin Zietler. That that's that's a real concern. And your kicker. That's it. That is it. If you have your kicker and your second guard solidified, this team is off to the races. You're not winning a Super Bowl, but you're a playoff team. You're a playoff team. All right. Where's the regression gonna be? You can't regress. They've won five games in three years. How do you go backwards? You can't go backwards. Can they, how badly, all right, fine. How badly can they underperform expectations, though? I think the most realistic option, if you look at this analytically and you take the emotion out of it, they could go 7-9 and nine to 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven and miss the play. I, I think 9-7 and seven should be the goal just to have a winning record. But if you finish 8-8, eight and eight, you shouldn't be disappointed. That's the most games you've won in eight years. Combined. You should be thrilled with that. You can't regret. They're the Browns. This is the first the time I've even mentioned the Browns in like three years. Alright, they're the Browns. They can't regress. Alright. Let's go to another team that you like more than most people. The San Francisco 49ers. Uh, thank you for the call yesterday. Um, was it John? Ryan. Ryan. I'm bad with names. Kyle Shanahan's a genius. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to prove that he is a top-end quarterback. I like the running game of Brita and Coleman. 
Kyle Juszczyk is the best fullback in football, which is real, irrelevant, really, but it's true. George Kittle is a phenomenal tight end. He had great numbers with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. He's going to have great numbers with Jimmy Garoppolo. I like Dante Pettis. I like Marquise Goodwin. I like Trent Taylor, Jalen Hurd, and Debi- no. Debo-, Debo Samuel. Sorry, I screw up names. They're young options. Debo Samuel could very well turn out to be a number one wide receiver. We don't know. The offensive line in the middle. Okay. I, I'm concerned. The tackles are great. Staley and McGlinchey might be the best pair of tackles in football. That's fine. And then your defense is great. Ford, Bosa, Buckner, Armstead, Thomas, Quan Alexander, Fred Warner, Richard Sherman, Tart. I like Tart. Jimmy Ward, Jason Barrett. If they stay healthy, they're great. If they don't stay healthy, you're second, uh, second to last in the division. You're not going to be worse than Arizona. All right. How bad can they regress? They are probably. I have them like nine and seven, ten and six. They could be four and twelve, five and eleven. I can see that also. If Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt again, uh, defense doesn't get healthy enough. I, I. It could very well happen. I don't. I don't like to plan for injuries, but it could happen. They could be the second worst team in this division. They could even be worse. They could be, they could be, if, depending on how bad the injuries get, they could go 1 and 15, 2 and 14. I don't see it. But a lot of this depends on their health. All right. Let's go now to a local one the New York Jets. Well, the good New York football team. Not named the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I, uh, sorry, sorry, I hit on the Patriots on accident. I thought they were the New York team. Um, it's going to be interesting, no doubt. Um, the offensive line's improved. Ryan Khalil came out of retirement. Brian Winters is good. Ultra MLA is great. Uh, Beecham's all right. Jameson Crowder was a good sign. I like Berrios. I like Anunwa. I like Anderson. I love Le'Veon Bell. And I love the defense. I think the defense is solid. DJ Mosley, I think, was the best signing that team could have had. Jamal Murray, Marcus Main, Jermaine Johnson could be great, great together. Adam Gates, I think, is a good offensive coach. You could, I think you're going to be second in this division. I said that last year. I think you're going to be second in the division this year. And, again, you're another team that if everything goes right, could sneak in the playoffs. AFC tends to have a lot of turnover. I don't be surprised if you sneak in the playoffs. The AFC has, t- has turnover. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <gasps> All right. They're about to have turnover. How, How can they regress and make everyone say, classic Jets? Sam Darnold is what everyone says he's not. If Sam Darnold is not the guy and he's another USC failed quarterback, yeah, the New York Jets aren't winning football. Do I think that's the case? No. I don't think he's the best quarterback out of his draft, but I do think he's good enough to win 10 football games a year. So I will say that. I do think the New York Jets will be good. Your ceiling, though, you're not. Even if Sam Donald's awful, awful, you're better than the Miami Dolphins. 
that's that's just I'm not I I don't know anything positive to say about this offense. The New York Jets stealing will be third because you do have to worry about the Buffalo Bills. But for the most part, the New York Jets will probably go anywhere between nine and seven to six and seven. All right, let's go back to the NFC. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, this is a little bit of a sensitive subject. That's you won't go 0-16. You will be last in the division. Even best case? Even breakouts? Even anything? Nope. Best case, you can finish third. Or second. It depends on a lot. But best case, you can finish second. I don't see you leaving both the Saints and the Falcons. You might leave one. Uh, Bruce Arians. Well, if Atlanta has the same injury luck they had last year, maybe. <laughs> well, right. Or Drew Brees just doesn't have it anymore, which he does, but that's fine. Oh, by the way, leave Drew Brees alone. Stop. Please. It's asinine. I didn't even get to defend him yet. Um, but, yeah, he's – the Tempe could do it. Bruce Arians is a genius. He brought in a lot of defensive guys that he's familiar with. He's kind of a quarterback whisperer. James Winston might figure it out. I think you are going to finish last. You could go easily 3-13. and 12, three and 13. More likely not, but I think your floor is 3-13. If everything goes right, you might go 8-8, eight eight. but I don't see it. Devin White was the best pick in the first round, I'll tell you that much. But, yeah. All right. Will they go 0-16? Okay. I just have to throw that in there. They, they're regression. They, they're going to, worst case scenario, they're going to be where they are now. See, a lot of it depends on what James Winston really is. Yeah. So. All right. Back to the AFC now. Let's go to, how about the Oakland Raiders? Dumpster fire. Can they gain anything out of this drama I had you that's going on? I had you. Did, I did have you finishing third. Scratch that. Throw it out the window. You're finishing last. No matter what. No matter what. Denver. Denver does not have this issue. Joe Flacco is not going to be a problem. They have young receivers. They have a good young receiving core. They have a good run running back core. Their, their offensive line is not significantly worse than the Oakland Raider offensive line. Their defense is better. And Vic Fangio at this point. Seems to have his team under better control than John Gruden does. You're finishing last. You're finishing last. How bad? Like, what do you think their best case scenario? Their best case scenario is about four and twelve, five and eleven. Wow, you think they're that bad? And Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown's not playing. Antonio Brown was supposed to be the offense. Can they go zero and sixteen? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Oakland Raiders. Josh Jacobs isn't as good as advertised. That defense gets scored on like they did last year. Oh, yeah. They could go 0-16. I don't right. think they will, but I can definitely see it happening. Do you think it's the best chance of any team going 0-16? No, the Miami don't. The Miami Dolphins are by far. Oh, you're not giving one game for Fitzmagic? <laughs> not with that offensive line. All right. Let's go to those Miami Dolphins. What is their best chance? 2-14. That's your best record in my mind. Best record they could have. Two yeah. and fourteen. No, no, you know what? I'll give them three and thirteen. Nice. They'll steal a game against the Patriots. All right. 
And like you said, do you think they could go 0-16? Now, how can they, like, I just want to see, like, progress, like, any players you think that could break out in particular that maybe are just too young to be stars right now or something like that? I like Christian Wilkins a lot. Okay. I like Christian Wilkins a lot. I think he could be one of those Khalil Mack guys where it's just, like, he's dominant, but the team sucks. Uh, their secondary is great, don't get me wrong. Minka Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick, Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard, Rashard Jones. You're all going to get traded, though. Not Minka. Minka's young. Everyone else? I don't think Xavier Howard's going to be traded either. You don't think so? No. They're trying to tank. They just paid him. Uh, yes, we'll they're, they're trying to tank. He's a 24-year-old corner. You keep your young talent. I, I agree with you, but his value is high. That's all. They're not. You're not finishing the yeah, I mean, but you have to, you have to. All right. From a bad team in the AFC to a very talented team in the NFC, the Atlanta Falcons. The worst case scenario, you finish third. You're not missing the playoffs. There's no weakness. Your offensive line was a problem, not a big enough problem to make me concerned about your talent. You are phenomenal on both sides of the ball when healthy. Your coach has proven to me that A, you can win the division, B, you can win the conference, and C, if Kyle Shanahan doesn't get all run happy, you win a Super Bowl. You're fine. You most likely win the division. I have you win the division. Worst case scenario, you finish third. Carolina's defense is better. The Saints just get white hot. I mean, that's really all. But I do think you win the division. But like I've been saying, the FC South, after the Buccaneers finishing fourth, you can pencil it in nine different wins. It's really just immaculate how good that division is. Oh, yeah, and even if you want to look at the Bucs, like, they might be the most talented of what are supposed to be the worst teams in each division. Yeah, you can look at it that way, yeah. Tampa's got talent, but... I mean, I think the only competition in terms of, like, the consensus worst teams in each division that probably have competition would probably be the Bengals, but I mean, the they're Colts pretty are close. Away, I think. Okay, I mean, that's fair, too, but, I mean, they don't have it right now, so I think I'm, re- I'm just referring to this season. All right, so that was the Falcons. Let's go again back to the AFC. The Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you definitely win the division. Right? Like, you, you absolutely can win the division. I don't think you're going. I think you're finishing second behind the Chargers. But you can win the division. Patrick Holmes is MVP. Andy Reid's won the division before. Andy Reid's gone to the Super Bowl before. He's a little bit overrated as far as historical context, but he's a really good coach now. Your defense scares the crap out of me. I personally think you're going to be one of the first teams out of the playoffs. But I can see if you sneak in. Uh, maybe the game in Mexico you win instead of lose to me. You've got some interesting games. They play in London too, don't they? I don't remember. No, I don't think they do. I think they only play in uh, what's the call? Uh, Mexico next. But um, I can have you finish in second. You can regress. Now let me ask you, can they be the one seed in the AFC again? Like they were last year? They could. I don't see it. I, I don't I don't see it at all. I think the Patriots are better. I think the Ravens are more, um, what's a good word? They're not more talented than they were last year, but they're more 
equipped for how they would have won the team this year than they were last year. Okay. Um, then whoever wins the AFC South, I think the Titans are a very good football team. I think Jacksonville's always been a good football team. It just Leonard Fournette kind of got cocky. The offensive line got hurt, and the defense got shot. The defense played on the field too long. And then you got your own division, the Chargers, who could win the division. So they could be the number one team in the AFC. And then there's teams we could be wrong about. Pittsburgh could be very good. The Patriots might finally fall off a cliff. They won't, but it's possible. <laughs> there's a lot of different ways. It's going to be very hard for them to be the best team in the AFC. Very All right. hard. Alright, so yeah, I, I actually have them as a four seed winning the division. But I like if everything goes right, maybe Spagnolo's that good. Maybe uh, that defense with the new parts is great right away. They definitely could be, I think. Spagnolo is that good. I mean he's really outside of the current Saints defense, he was the best shot to well, That Saints defense lost everything though too, so well, it's right. not like they had a lot of talent to work with either. No, they didn't. That's why I think he did a good job. Alright, so Plus he made the Giants. Great defense. Right. So, how bad could they regress? Could it be a bad letdown, conference championship hangover kind of thing? I think they could very well miss the playoffs. I don't think they're going to regress to a bottom 10 team in the AFC or anything like that. Do you that. think they could? You think they're a lock at least for second in the division? Yeah, they're. Okay. I think they're definitively going to finish second just because Denver and Oakland are just trying to build foundations for the future right now. Kansas City's foundation's already there. It's easier to build up than build sides. And that's what Denver and Oakland are trying to do. Kansas City's just got to find a new running back, maybe fix up the offensive line, and build up the defense. After that, I mean, they're pretty much... And the defense might not be that bad. I'm just worried about it because outside of the Honey Badger, I don't trust their secondary at all. And outside of Chris Jones, I don't really trust the front seven. No, it's definitely something that's tough to trust, but it could it be any worse than last year either? That's what you got to look at, so. It could be the same as last year. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be a lot of the same. Just a lot of, it's just a lot of new players. Heavy offensive work. I just think it's also scheduling, too. I think it's tough this year for the, that AFC West. I don't think it's as tough as the NFC West schedule, but I think it's still pretty tough. All right, so back to the NFC again. We'll go to the East now, the Philadelphia Eagles. Best team in the Really? That's the ceiling. That's the floor. That's the floor. So the ceiling, you think they could be 14 and 2? Like yeah. something like that? They are. Here's the one thing, here's the one thing that I'm gonna hang my hat on, and this is where my bread and butter is gonna lie. Carson Wentz stays healthy all year. This team is going to run laps around every other team in the NFC. Run laps around every team in the NFC East. That's not even going to be close. It's not going to be competitive whatsoever. Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in that division. Doug Peterson is the best coach in that division. They have the best offensive line in that division. And I like their defensive front seven. Your corners, again, it seems very repetitive, but your corners scare me. But, again... You're going to gap the quarterback so much, your corners are probably going to even play a little bit better than advertised. That's fine. You're built on the pass rush. Carson Wentz, Jordan Howard are going to control the ball. The Eagles are going to win 12, 13, maybe 14 games. They're that good. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, 
I'm not there, not finishing anywhere, not first in that division. Alright, so you, you even think their floor is still first in the division? Maybe yeah. a, maybe instead of a one seed in the NFC, maybe they're a four or something like that? Right. I, I, they, they win this division pretty comfortably. Because I also think Cowboys it's fans not, are throwing Car up. Carson Wentz care. is not the only injury prone player on that team. They got a lot on that defense, too, in that secondary. Uh, Zach Brown can, is, has been injury prone in his career. They just no, you're right. I just, Carson Wentz, to me, is the most important piece. Oh, obviously. You I'm can just, replace the other ones. No, Carson I, Wentz, you can't. I, I understand that. I'm just saying that could, like, if it all combines to happen at once, offensive line, too, at two tackles hurt last year. So it's there's a lot of other injury prone players on that team. So. So what do you think the record would be like if they were to have that worst case scenario and they squeak into the playoffs just by winning that division? Nine and seven, ten and six. Okay. That's like the worst worst case scenario. Like maybe Wentz misses a week here, a week there. Alright. So very high on the Eagles then. Alright, moving on. Let's go back to the AFC. We'll take a different bird, the Baltimore Ravens. Not five and eleven. No, that's 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 how you know people don't watch The offensive line is fantastic. Your running game is fantastic. Your defense is going to regress slightly. Your secondary is the best in football, not named New England. Your front seven is going to be above average still. And you have a phenomenal coach. You can easily win this division. Easily. Easily win this division. Fire John Harbaugh now. No, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's awful. That's up there with the Barry Sanders and Ezekiel Elliott thing. That was terrible. Yeah, I would go that far. No, it was pretty bad. Nope. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Barry Sanders and Ezekiel Elliott is getting a plaque at the station so everyone here can laugh. Yeah, I want to get him like a silver medal. Maybe a bronze, but that, that was bad. All right, so what is the worst case for the Ravens? You finish third in this playoff. Lamar Jackson. Going to have to prove at some point in time he can win. Lamar Jackson throws 30 interceptions. No, no. I don't think that. What's two a game? 16 times 32 two. interceptions. Oh, yeah, no, maybe he doesn't. But I do think he's not. I, I'm thinking like 18 touchdowns, 18 picks type of thing. Maybe like barely 3,500 yards. He's gonna run for a lot of yards. That's fine. But my problem with Lamar Jackson is hands. He fumbles a lot of snaps. Like his hands are literally too small. I don't care about your arm size if you're not holding on to the football. That's the part that no one's bringing up. Yeah, he's got a great arm. That's great. Most quarterbacks have great arms. Most quarterbacks also can wrap their hand around a football. Lamar Jackson struggles with that. That's a disadvantage. And you don't have any skill players to help him either. I would, I don't blame you, but you don't have offensive fire. Mainly your quarter. All right. Continuing the pattern to the birds that we bashed in the offseason, the Arizona Cardinals. You're going to be the worst team in the end. I, I firmly believe that. Um, Larry Fitzgerald is a damn shame is still there. He is a Hall of Fame great Probably the third best receiver I've actually ever seen play behind Terrell Owens. And no, I'll put him second. I'll put him second. Calvin Johnson didn't play long enough. How's that sound? Um, so, yeah, you're second behind Terrell Owens. And uh, definitely in front of Randy Boston. 
Um, Cliff Kingsbury, this is this is your call, my friend. You decided to give up on a prototypical quarterback in Josh Rosen. You wanted the playmaker in Kyler Murray who might leave to play baseball. This is all on you. This is all on you. And the GM will be fired before you. So that's fine. Uh, David Johnson is still there. What David Johnson is he? What what is Christian Kirk? Uh, what is the other young wide receiver you drafted? Uh, your defense, Patrick Peterson, is still a top-end corner. Chandler Jones is the only Patriot to show the Patriots they were wrong. And, and that's really it. That's really all I see. You lost Robert and DK. Your secondary outside of Patrick Peterson is eh at best. And your linebacking core is eh at best. Yeah, you signed Terrell Suggs. I love Terrell Suggs, but... Jordan Hicks as well. Uh, yeah. And you want to talk about injury problem, guys. True. But Terrell Suggs... He's really good when he's healthy, though. No, I agree. So is Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs plays with broken body parts all the time. Their best-case scenario is that San Francisco gets hurt and they finish the... What what do you think record-wise could be their best-case scenario? 5-11. Okay. That's where I have them. I think their best case could be a little better, though, if the defense plays well right away, though, too. And maybe, again, their division is as bad as I think it is. Maybe they could steal some there. Like, I kind of have their best. Or San Francisco. I don't think they're winning the division either. I'm just saying, like. Oh, no, I'm saying head up. I can I can see them being, like, 7-9, and nine, though, just because the division's weak. They could win in divisions, though, too. Because their division always does play tight with each other, and they play a lot of wacky games, so I, I could see it happening. Especially, yeah. Where they yeah. could go, like, 3-3 three and three in division and just maybe just finish 7-9 and nine overall, but you're right, I can't see them any worse. Now, could they finish 0-16? Yes. Yeah. It depends on what the system is. And if Kyler Murray's going to be the guy to anchor. Now, we'll find out, but you, you, I realistically think you will finish last in this division, and I do think you'll win two or three games all year. All right. Very interesting. All right. From quarterback instability to quarterback stability, your Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. I think we know why you love them. Let's start. Let's for this one start with the regression. Instead of being the best team in the AFC, you'll be the fourth best division winner. There's no regression. All right, so if they're the four seed, how much do you think that'll hurt them in the playoffs? None. They won two road games to get the Super Bowl. They won one road game to get the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's a road game. It's a neutral site, but okay. Still on the road. They didn't play that the last thing, did And the Rams didn't play at their home either, so. And they got humiliated. Okay. Same. Same. I know that, but all right. If the Saints were there, they wouldn't have been the home team either. Well, no, I know. If anything, they'd have Falcons fans coming in just to boot them. <laughs> I don't know. New England and Atlanta seem to be pretty familiar. All right. So again, if you want to explain why they're so great, you could do it. If everyone uh, knows, great head coach, on. great quarterback, great running game, great receiving core, great offensive line, great offensive line coach. Great defensive weapons, young, versatile players, great corners, great depth, great kicker. Even their punters, fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Seven. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Alright. Hashtag seven. To the team with the most Super Bowls. To the team that kept them from having the most Super Bowls. The New York Giants. Yeah, that's the only thing you can really hang your hat on right now, isn't it? Yep, pretty much. Is Daryl doing the show? I don't know. No, <laughs> oh, well, that's um, The New York Giants are very simple. Awful, 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 awful GM. Awful head coach. Aging quarterback. Who is not the problem. But guess what? He now is because you're going to have to have him throw the football about 25, 40 times. There is a, there is a silver lining, though. There is. It can't last forever. And A and B, you have Saquon Barkley. The best running back in football. The number one consensus fantasy player in football. The offensive line is better. You'll lose Nate Solder at the end of the year, so that's a lot of money that gets freed up. And, you know, Daniel Jones there to do something eventually. I do love your secondary. I do love your secondary. I, I've been saying Julian Love, DeAndre Baker, and Sam Beal are going to be very young, good corners in this league. And everywhere else I'm confused. I think you're a solid three in this division. All right, what best-case scenario, I think, record-wise? Their schedule is pretty easy. Uh, yes, it is very easy. Um, if if maybe the loss of Odell, I don't know, brings people together and Eli plays how he played last year, you might finish second. You might. You're not making the playoffs this year or winning anything, but you might, you might be second. It really depends on what happens in Dallas. Could finish anywhere to me. I think three and four is where you're looking at. But I don't see you being awful. I mean, I don't see you being great. All right. How bad could they be? Oh, and 16? No. No. Um, no. The Giants will win tough games at home. They always kind of rob one from the Redskins and Dallas. Uh, they haven't beaten the Eagles in like six years, but that's not the point. No one really is going to beat the Eagles in that division. I mm, three and thirteen, four and twelve. A lot of it depends on the quarterback, and Pat, I don't think Pat Shermer's a head, good head coach. But whatever, you have to let this ride out now with the Eagles quarterback. So you're probably stuck with him for at least two more years. Alrighty, back to the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. You are the best team I don't have in the playoffs. I'll put you that way. You could easily win this division. I don't think you're going to just because of one thing. Marcus Mariota's health is never guaranteed. And B, you always lose games. win easily. Home game, road game, doesn't matter. You don't show up for easy games. I don't know why. That's the very opposite of Patriot way. That is true. That is the opposite of the future. Why? What best case scenario could they be? Uh, they eleven and five. They could twelve and four. Ten and they... six. Eleven and five. Yeah. Okay. But they, they could get a bye in the playoffs. No, New no. England's a guaranteed bye. 
and whoever wins the AFC is the South is the bottom. North. North, okay. Uh, I'm just curious. I agree with you on that. I think the AFC North schedule is way too easy for whoever comes out of that division not to get a bye. Unless there's like three teams well, 10 the and s- Unless there's three teams 10 and 6 and then the last place team like 8 and 8 or something like that in that division. But I do, I, or the char- I think the Chargers and Patriots are probably going to get the bye. Alright. Alright, so worst case scenario for the Titans. Martin Mariota gets hurt just to get home. You can finish. You can finish. If Jacoby Brissett plays well, Mariota gets hurt, and Deshaun Watson's upright, you can finish last. I doubt it. Um, worst case scenario, 7 and 9, 8 and 8. They have high hopes in Tennessee. Alright, next. Back to the NFC North. Green Bay Packers. I don't know. I really don't know. Can they win this division? They could win the division. I don't. I don't think they're going to, but they definitely got a shot. Um, the defense is vastly improved, but Matt, uh, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers eventually is going to have to have some sort of option, and I don't know what Matt Lafleur is. I mean, they've had one good drive so far today. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell today just because the Chicago Bears defense oh. is elite. Never mind, we're good. Oh, why? What happened? I thought the music was crapping out. Oh, no, that's fine. All right. So. I, I think you're high hopes you win the division. However, I do think that you most likely are going to finish second or third, depending on what the Vikings do. So you'll finish second. So you think their best case is second? Yep. Uh, what kind of record? Eleven and um, nine and seven, ten uh, and six. Okay, I have them at nine and seven, and being the last team in the playoffs in the NFC. They're so either going to be the first team out or the last team in. The, okay. In the NFC. I think there's three teams in the NFC South getting it. Okay, I almost had that. They're the team I had. Panthers, I had first team out. And Packers, I had last Is Dwight Schrute so. in it? Is that so? Oh my god, let's look this up. If Rain Wilson's in it too, I'm seeing it now. Go ahead, ask me. I, I, I'm paying attention. Alright. Worst case scenario for the Green Bay Packers. Third. Third. Well, actually, no, they could finish last in the worst case scenario. Now, do they. Do they finish last in if you match both case worst case scenarios between your between the Packers and your arch nemesis Minnesota Vikings? What? In both their worst case scenarios, who finishes better between the Packers and Vikings? The Vikings. The Vikings, of course. All right. No, the Vikings will have better record than both Interesting. All right. Back to the AFC now. Oh, Dwight Schrute is not an issue. Nah. That's You're a bit deceived, huh? Uh, yeah. Alright, back to the AFC. AFC will go to the... Back to the West, the Denver Broncos. Um... I think they're pretty solidified at third now. Might finish fourth, depending on what you watch, Joe Blackwood. 
I think you're solidified. Philip Lindsay cannot regress. Philip Lindsay regresses. You're in deep trouble. Deep trouble. I think you're going to go 5 and 11, 6. All right. Could they finish at 116? Or is it just no, no just because the Raiders are there? No, just because the Raiders are there, and your home field advantage will give you two wins at least. All right. Let's see who's left. All right, we'll go with the Packers' opponent, the Chicago Bears. Best team in the NFC North, definitively. Second best team outside of the NFC South, definitively. Greatest defense in the NFL. Yeah, I don't see how you don't make the playoffs with women. Alright, could they be the one seed? In the NFC? Yeah. Yeah, they could. They could. Again, with, with what is Mitch Trubin? This is going to be his calling point. Right now, he doesn't look great. But again, Green Bay's defense is pretty good. I will say this, if Mitch Kavinsky isn't for real, you'll finish. You might not make the playoffs, but I see the ceiling right now as the second best team in the NFC, not named Atlanta Falcons in New Orleans. Alright, interesting. For the Eagles, so that's four, for those How bad could they regress? You could miss the playoffs. You could. Because right now, Mitch Trubinsky looks absolutely lost. So if that continues... The play calling hasn't been good tonight either for them. No, it hasn't, which is concerning because Matt Nagy's going look pretty good. But Aaron Rodgers looks flustered too. So I, I, Aaron Rodgers right now cannot have another bad year with the quarterback. I mean, uh, coach, just because you guys got Mike McCarthy, arguably a Hall of Fame coach, fired. You're putting everybody in the Hall of Fame. Go piss off. <laughs> no, um, Mike McCarthy has a reasonable case for the Hall of Fame. I don't think that's something that's crazy. <laughs> Is this Pac-7 fun tonight? Huh? That kid looks like he's 12. J.K. Scott looks like he's 12 years old. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, he actually does. All right. So. Oh wow, they barely got that punt off too. Still letting Tariq Cohen return punts, huh? Yes, they are. Mm, that's a mistake. All right. Just like Lando Dell returned punts. From one talented rookie coach last year to another that also was a coach of the year candidate. But then he lost his quarterback. The Indianapolis Colts. Damn shame. Damn shame Jim Irsay should have to sell the Colts today. Andrew Luck's retired. I still say he's a Hall of Famer. You know why? Because Kurt Warner played three full seasons. Anyway, I will say this. The Indianapolis Colts are a very talented team. I do not trust your team without Aaron Drew Luck at all. There were a lot of ah games that he led you to win, and there are a lot of games you shouldn't have won that Andrew Luck covered up. Jacoby Brissett is not that guy. Brian Hoyer might not be that guy either. <laughs> um, 
Your ceiling is last. I mean, your floor is last. Your ceiling is third. You know who won't be last? The Jacksonville Jaguars. That's who won't be last. But in all seriousness, you were gonna, Indianapolis, I think, could go anywhere between 0-16 to 5-11, 6-10. and 11, 6-10. I'll give them 6-10. I know that's a wi- really wide range, but at the same time, we don't know what Jacoby Brissett is, and you don't know what that defense is. Defenses overachieve every year. Andrew Luck made their lives pretty easy. They're going to be on the field a lot more this year. And there's a lot of, outside Darius Leonard, there's a lot of moving pieces. Yes, indeed. They're definitely going to regret. There's no question. Could they go 0-16? No. No? You don't think there's any shot? They're too talented to go 0-16. All right. So, what are you, 4-12, and 12, I guess, is the worst case scenario? 3-13? Uh, 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 4-12. 4-12 to 6-10, I'd say, Okay. Back to the birds. The Seattle Seahawks. Greatest trade steal of the year. To Davion Clowney for nothing. Guys, bravo. You will win the NFC West. Bravo. Bravo, bravo. You signed Russell Wilson to a cheap contract. You now have the best running offense in football. Your offensive line has never been great, but somehow it always turns out to play well. Your defense is constantly revolving. Your linebacking core is phenomenal. Your front seven is now fantastic. Your secondary always plays well. And you have a great home field advantage. And you have a good head coach. Winning the division, you could you could miss. Hold on. You're definitely making the playoffs. You could miss the division, though, if San Francisco is right. Your ceiling, 11-5, 10-6. Your floor, 9-7, 10-6. You are a wild card team, I think. But just to be sure, because again, there will be three teams from the NFC South in playoff contention. So you better win the division. But I think they, I think you win the division defense. All right. So... Worst case. Um, eight and eight. Eight and eight. If I'm wrong about the Rams, eight and eight. All right. So they're just one of those, they are what they are. Right. Kind of teams. I'm not wrong about the Rams. I was right last year about Pittsburgh. Ask Mike Guido. That's my advice. <laughs> Mike Guido. I was the only one on the network that said they missed the playoffs. All Eventually, right. you came around to it. No, I no, I was with you in terms of the like the record because you said they were, um, like, well, like, what'd you say? Eight seven and eight, nine, eight and eight, seven and nine team. Like, Damn I actually, close wasn't. I actually had them. Yeah, I, I had them average too. I had them nine and seven. I just thought the AFC was so weak, so I still put them in the playoffs. Like, I had them as the last that, wild card. George, is that David Montgomery that just yeah, made 30, that catch? Yes, thirty-two. Uh, Jordan Howard, who best rookie running back, I think, in this class. Looking good so far. I'm tonight. To think of he's actually been their. I think he's been their best offensive player statistically so far. Yeah, that's not saying much. No, I I know, but and Mitch Trubinsky almost missed him too. He was wide open by about fifteen yards. That was a great, it was a great route. I love the, I love that route in general. He, Nagy actually ran it deeper with the, the running back angle routes. 
Alright. I guess I was not doing a show. Or he's waiting for us. I don't know. I'm assuming he would have contacted I'm, me now I'm, if I'm, that was the case. Alright, so I'm just double checking. It looks like we have three teams left. Let's try to rapid fire. Two of them are in the same state, and one of them is your favorite team. Uh, do the two in the same state. Ah, right. just mix them up. I really don't care. Alright. I know who they are, so however you want to give them to me is fine. Alright. So we'll go to. Just because it's fitting, because they gave him that the team that Touchdown. Gave, the, gave the Seahawks. What a catch! Oh, what a catch! Oh, oh. there was a nice bounce back candidate, Allen Robinson. Yeah, that was a hell of a catch. Regardless if it counts or not, that was a hell of a catch. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, one, one foot, no, no, no he's out. Great that effort. That was a hell of a catch. Great right. effort, though. All right, let's just do this because it's fitting. Because the Seahawks gave this team, or the Seahawks got a bargain from this team, the Houston Texans. You should finish the You should. But Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins are going to make that hard. Your front seven outside J.J. Watt is a question mark. Your secondary sucks. Your offensive line is awful. And Deshaun Watson is going to get pummeled. Does that remind you of another quarterback you had? Oh, I don't know. Let's try to take a look at it. Uh, what was his name? Uh, David Carr? Hmm. Sounds very similar now, doesn't it? Oh, David Carr also had a top-end wide receiver, didn't he? What was his name? Ah, jeez. Andre Johnson, who's probably another great wide receiver that definitively is going to get in the Hall of Fame. And to be quite honest with you, he's probably the third greatest wide receiver I've ever seen play. Uh, it, he was dominant, and guess what? So is DeAndre Hopkins. The team parallels ironically similar, is it not? And you haven't had a running back ever. So it's all right. It's all right. Go ahead. If oh, believe me, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of team similarities. Injury-prone running backs, injury-prone defensive players, bad offensive line team. Yeah. The Texans have never fixed their mistakes ever. No, right. In their short history. You should be last. You should be last. Your best-case scenario is you finish second because Sean Watson ties all your gimmicks. But I don't see you winning this division. You could go anywhere from four and twelve to seven and nine. So you you don't think they have any playoff shots? No. Okay. No. 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 All right. And I like Kenny Stills. Yeah, Kenny Stills though has three good games a year, and then he's gone. <laughs> well, right. All right. Just so we don't have to say. Save him best for last. We'll make him second to last. The Dallas Cowboys. Second to last, that's ironic, because you could finish second to last. Um, right now, because contracts don't matter to you for this year, you're in pretty good shape. Your offensive line right now looks like it's going to be good enough to last another year. Um, Dak Prescott is going to not lose you football games. Ezekiel Elliott is a top end running back in football. Amari Cooper played very well for you last year in a small sample size. Your defense is great. Um, your head coach is a moron. <laughs> and I don't mean that in the way that I get it. I mean that in a way of, like, you should not be a head football coach. Um, Mike McCarthy should be pissed off that Jason Garrett's employed, and he's not. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't really know what to say here. 
Uh, they, uh, I think your ceiling, you could win the division. I'll say it. You could go 11 and 5, 10 and 6. Yes, absolutely. But again, you're very one-dimensional. You're very predictable, and you're very boring. Your off-season steal was Jason Witten. <laughs> you stole him from Monday Night Football. But he, they, Monday Night Football didn't want him back, so you didn't really steal him. He was given back. As you could, as as you could tell, Jason Garrett was the quiet leader. As you could tell when he actually spoke. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I do think you'll finish second in the division. Could win it. You could also finish third. You very well could finish third. If Dwayne Haskins is what the quarterback gurus say he is, and he turns out to play real well, real fast, Washington Redskins have a better front seven. Or if Terry McLaurin is rookie of the year. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll get into that tomorrow. But yeah, that, that's... All right. What is the worst case scenario for the Dallas Cowboys? Make the Cowboy fan listeners mad. Eight and eight. How's that sound? Eight and eight. Eight and eight. If you go nine and seven, do not call me and say I was wrong. That is BS. You know damn well eight and eight means nine and seven to seven and nine. Eight and eight. That's what you are. That's what you've always been. The Philadelphia Eagles, if healthy, win this division, if the Giants and Redskins play above average, you're going to be in trouble. But your defense is elite. You have enough firepower to win enough football games to win eight and eight games. The problem is, are you going to be good enough to steal games against your team? New England, New Orleans, I don't know. But we will soon find out. But you will not win this division. All right. Last but not least, saving the, your best for last, your team, the New Orleans Saints. Um, you could regress. Uh, there's a lot of emotional turnover here. The Marcus Williams missed tackle in Minnesota. You were fired up about that. You knew damn well you should have won for the Super Bowl two years ago because you would have routed the Eagles. However, you didn't do that. Then you get screwed by referees. I'm sorry. I meant to say you get screwed by referees. You've lost some pieces. You've lost Mark Ingram. You've lost Monte Teo, who I know people are going, oh, who what the hell does that mean? But the fact of the matter is you lost him. You have yet to find a second corner, and you have yet to find a second wide receiver. However, I am in luck. I think you found your second wide receiver. And why the hell haven't you signed Des Bryant again? Sign Des Bryant, please. Sign Des Bryant today. If he's ready by week 12, guess what that means? You have a playoff experience, good playoff quarterback, great playoff quarterback, excuse me, and two good playoff wide receivers. Plus, you signed Jared Cook. Drew Brees loves tight ends. Your defense, Sheldon Rankins is healthy, good. Your front seven's great. Your secondary outside of your second quarter is pretty good. I think Eric Berry is going to come. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Latavius Murray, who is the highest paid running back in New Orleans. That's how you win football games. Not by paying a guy $90 million. Um, yeah, that was shaded, Dallas. Your offensive line might be the best in football. Um, Alvin Kamara is a top 10 running back. Um, 
Drew Brees is the second best quarterback in football or the best quarterback in football. I, I, it's, it's hard for me to put Brady above him. It's also hard for me to put Brady above him or him above Brady. Um, Sean Payton and Drew Brees are the best, second best. No, Drew Brees and Sean Payton are the best quarterback-coach combo in the NFC. Not in football, the NFC. And, and I mean, you could either, you could, this, this is a wide range. You could be the best team in the NFC. You could go 15-1, and 14-2. I can see it. You could also regress to miss the playoffs. How bad? Just a mental lapse here, you think? Uh, I mean, a lot of it depends on Drew Brees. A lot of people are overblowing the fact that he didn't play well last few weeks of the year. And I've been saying this. The week of the Dallas Cowboy game to the Super it seemed like they weren't running the same play. It looked like they had stopped making play calls to let him throw the ball down the field. I don't know if that's because of his arm. I don't know if he was hurt. Maybe he's tired. I don't know. But they did not make the same plays. And this play right here is why Aaron Rodgers is bad football. How the hell can Aaron Rodgers not throw that ball out soon? But that's it. That's enough. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are either going to win the Super Bowl or they're not. Like, do you, I'm just curious. Do you think they could still be, like, distracted? Like, still it's stuck in their head with the, no, I the referee so. stuff? Like, No. I think, if anything, Drew Brees and that group are going to use that as motivation to get there. I think so, too. Yeah, I just feel like there always could be a shot that that could just be the mental lapse, too. Like, they have that going for them. I don't think it'll happen, but I think they're as hungry as ever. I just, it's always a possibility. Right, I think Drew Brees won. Right. I double-checked, triple-checked, that is all 32 teams. <laughs> Woo! Pick'em! I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. We're not doing do pick'ems. We're going to do pick'ems tomorrow, which is probably best. All right. Um, thank you, Speedy, for narrating the subject. It was very well done. Um, I, I added a little pattern to it, too, yeah, certain things. Well, yeah, like the, the Seahawks-Texans thing, the, the birds altogether, like stuff like that. Well, you didn't do the Seahawks with the birds because the Eagles-Falcons were minutes before that. I know, but I had. And the Ravens were minutes before that. Yeah, but. I didn't want too much overblow. Like, it would have been cool if you were like, all right, the Detroit Lions, all right, then the Chicago Bears, oh my. <laughs> it's all right. You didn't do that. It's all right. Only I can think of that stuff because I have no thing else better to do with my life. Um, Speedy, we're in the end game now. And I'm going to need that board tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh, so this is how pickups are going to work. Me and Speedy will go back. Did you make your picks on third and long? I did make my picks on third and long. So me and Speedy will do our picks here on this show. Uh, Matty Capsi is my producer, not yours. Um, that's number one. Number two, we're going to keep track of them this year because I don't know why we didn't. Um, so tomorrow we will do pickums and something else. I don't know what it is yet, but we will soon find out. Bears, I need you to score a touchdown because right now not only am I getting the game wrong, I'm not covering the spread either. So I need you to score like 10 points in about five minutes. All right, pals? So thank you. Bears minus nine? Three. Or three. They need to win by more than three. Oh. So that's that. 
but um, thank everybody for calling in, which was a whopping nobody. Uh, that's fine, because I said hashtag ban the beeve. You're welcome, Jeff. And Speedy, tell them where they can find us. And the 12-year-old's back on TV. <laughs> you can find Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Facebook. And J.K. Scott. And maybe J.K. Scott. I don't know if J.K. Scott's on all these, but we are definitely on all these. Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, and on our website at WorldWideSportsRadio.com. Beautifully done, Speedy. Beautifully done. Uh, Again, thank you, everybody. The football season is here. Let's enjoy it. Let's try not to have bad seasons. Um, Speedy. Tell them goodbye. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the football. Enjoy whatever, wherever you're watching. And have a glorious night. Yes, have a glorious night. It's going to be a long, long season for the Dallas Cowboys. You know why? I don't know why. I thought I was going to say something clever. But, um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, every day, 8 to 10 p.m., Tuesday through Friday. And uh, Mitch Trubinsky cannot see anything. That's good. So, see ya later. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.